0: Happy holidays, everybody. It's the holiday episode. The holiday episode. My girlfriend and I are going to record a holiday COVID Christmas album and you guys are going, is that why it took so long for you to hear this? Yeah, not really. We haven't even recorded it yet. There's a lot of other reasons too, though, you know? Forgive me! Ah! No, uh, some people like, are like, Grant, yeah, I listen to your podcast the most of any podcast because that Spotify lineup thing. I was like... I just don't think you listen to enough podcasts, but thank you, you know? Um, So this is for you, people who don't listen to enough podcasts. Happy holidays. I have not talked to you guys, what, 30 days? 40 days? I don't know, 30 or 40 days. And you guys are going, what's going on? Is the podcast over? It's not over. It just needed a break. You know, it was like a relationship. It just needed a break. And now we're better than ever. You see? No, it didn't really need a break. I had a lot of shit that happened. Um, I went to Chicago. I did Thanksgiving. You know, every time you have, like, divorced parents and grandparents and all this, you know, two stepdads who hang out with each other and are going to go hang out with each other at Christmas, you know, it's it turns into a Four Christmases Vince Vaughn episode. And so that was a lot. And then school's a lot. And, you know, life's a lot. And if you want to complain, write into my email and tell me why your life is a lot. Grant Bosum at ticketsauce.com. No, just do gbosom at ticketsauce.com. I have like 11,000 emails in my Gmail. And that's, that's too many to count. So now it's just like, I'm not going to delete this. This is a whole day. So just send it to my work account. I'm okay with that. Gbosom at ticketsauce.com. Tell me like deep, intimate, personal like details over an unsecured corporate Gmail address, right? I think so yeah, sending your very deep, intimate, personal details to a corporation you have no idea about in America. I think that's a great idea. Um happy holidays, you know. I love the holidays. I love feeling that Christmas spirit, you know? And so some of the bits I've been doing recently, I go, I love the Christmas spirit, you know, and everybody is trying to help out for the holidays, even the even the Catholic Church. But the priests, they only have one condition. The kids have to come first. You know, speaking of charitable, um, charitable feelings around the air, you know, I gave my money to a charity the other day. Um, it was one of those Save the Children charities. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. Uh, this one seemed like a scam, though. Its name was—I forgot what it was. It was like Qanon or something. Yeah, yak 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 yak. That's that's gonna be part of my uh, that's gonna be part of my uh, stand-up that I'm gonna do when I'm hosting tomorrow. And then the other part I'm gonna go is I'm gonna go. You know, scams, scam calls are all around the holidays. And the whole thing with scam likely calls is it's like it's always a scam. It's not likely that it's a scam. It always is a scam. It's never like your best friend Tony. Like, why are we giving these thieves the benefit of the benefit of the doubt, you know? And like they're always so unimaginative. They're always so unimaginative. They're like, hey, your your auto insurance warranty disappeared. It's like, could we uh could we take some courage maybe and try something outside the box? Like, pretend like you have kidnapped my grandma, right? You've kidnapped my grandma. And you're like, Grant, give us $5,000 we're going to kill her. And how would I know if it was my grandma, right? I'd be like, hey, look, I'll give you $5,000, but I need to ask one question, right? And I'd go, Grandma, who's the president? And she'd go, Joe Biden. I'd go, that is not my grandma, people. You know, because my grandma's just, you know, that's not her president. Catch my drift? Yeah, she's definitely, she's gone down the fucking Fox News rabbit hole. I'm excited to see her. Merry Christmas. I'm so happy to see I'm excited for the Christmas, though. I got, her a, what is I got her a vase that someone gave my stepdad that I tried to make sure all the labels were taken off. You know, saving money, being thrifty, and caring about old people is the true meaning, is the true meaning of the holiday spirit. So is saving a buck or two, because times is tough out there. Right, I'm excited for the holidays. Uh, Thanksgiving recently approached. You know, everybody's like, hey, why isn't your girlfriend here? It's like, well, my girlfriend's a quarter Native American. So do you guys want to be apologizing as well on your Thanksgiving? I really don't think so. You know, while we're all saying what we're thankful for, we're all giving a little, like, our little sides. I'm thankful for the food that we stole. I'm thankful for my new car that was made with slave labor on foreign land that we stole. I don't know. You know, everything, everything really relates back to stolen land somewhat, if you think about it that way. I don't know. When she when she sent me the first text, she said, This is the morning of the great American genocide. So that you fat Americans could eat sit around and eat big portions. I was like, look, how many times do we gotta apologize before bygones be bygones? Is what I texted her, you know. But no, I mean, I feel like if you guys want to be apologizing on uh, you know, on your Thursday, November twenty-fourth uh get a native american girlfriend it's a great idea if you want to be apologizing the first thing on thanksgiving um you know my cousin i saw my cousin he's a good looking man smart getting an engineering degree and he's the leader of a rowing team he's exactly everything i'm not right he's six foot six he's solid he's beautiful looking solid 9 10 muscular build leader of the rowing team and i'm right now Talking to a microphone on Christmas Eve, trying to race this out. You know, we're a little different, and I I love him. It was wonderful seeing him. He sent me a few links to conversation starters that I think you would love. So these are these are conversation starters you could have for Christmas. They worked a lot better for uh, what is it? They worked a lot better for Thanksgiving, but you could have these for Christmas, and they work well. They they ascend you in either political camp. So, house is a hero. That's, that, that is an interesting November discussion. Why can't they just print more money? Dogecoin is safer than gold. Second Amendment is outdated. These are all great. These are all great conversation starters, you know? It's just the flu. Interesting conversation starter. There are 100 genders. Evictions are sexist president doesn't control gas prices and we need to increase taxes if you try any of these at your christmas let me know how they go please let me know how they go these are these were came from the mind the great mind of sean griley you know the better looking smarter cousin while over here the you know the average cousin records them you know into a microphone solo wondering where his dog is my dog and I have been having a vibe recently because he's been sniffing another dog, female. I and mean, he keeps trying to bite her when he looks at her face. But when he sees her ass or her nipples, he's like really like trying to lick and get close to her. So I think this is progress, people. Either my dog's a sexual deviant or he's learned to be a better dog. I hope it's the latter one. You know, he's so cute. If anyone wants a photo of him with a muzzle, if they've ever seen him walk with another dog, I think this is kind of the way to do it, you know? So I'll show you guys a photo with a muzzle. He looks like a little Hannibal Lecter psychopath. He's so cute, you know? He really is my kid. Like, I really do feel and relate to him, you know? And if he was my kid, unfortunately, he'd probably be on death row, right, for trying to kill other kids. Um, That's why I'd be a big believer in homeschool, right? You know, like, if I was a parent, I'd be a big believer in homeschool. Because, first off, you're not going to have to take your kids to college because they're probably not going to college, you know? You don't hear about it in the news, the stories often. He graduated from his mother's garage, and went to harvard you just don't hear that often the other reason i would homeschool my kids is if you look like me you don't want to get calls from the school right usually not the pta they're usually like hey you didn't miss a meeting your kid walked in here with a gun you homeschool your kids you don't got to worry about that you know because when was the last time you heard of a homeschool shooting on the news i haven't heard of it like you would have to be the bully and the teacher. And that's a lot of multitasking. As you guys know by a podcast being delayed 40, 50 days, I'm not too good at multitasking. So, you know, that's why I believe in homeschool. This has been Bozum, and I support this message for homeschooling of Montana. That's a hard sales pitch. Convincing someone that the apocalypse is coming. And Bozeman, you seem to be doing a good job, right? So shout out to Bozeman. I will be the mayor of the apocalyptic megapolis. yeah, that's a tough job to convince someone that the end is near, right? You ever walk by one of those people with the signs that says, like, repent? And what's, what's, the, what's the conversion rate on that, you think? Like, is it similar to Jehovah's Witnesses or a little lower? I mean, once you get in, though, right, once you convince someone that the end is near, they're probably, I mean, they're probably going to start putting up signs, too. Well, that's a, that's a wild sales pitch. So if anybody is believing that the end is near and wants to send me their sales pitch for how they convince people instead of screaming in the street... Maybe give like, you know, an accurate with like, maybe like a PowerPoint. Maybe they could just have like a Google Doc. Be like, sea levels are rising and there's no polar bears. You know, that would be better than just like a flyer, some, you know, outside some urban landscape. So people, if you're trying to advertise that the end is near and you're trying to sell doom, right, and be like a snake oil salesman, maybe make like a Google PowerPoint. The end is near and here are the reasons why. Various slides and here's my work cited. Like, I would much rather love that, you know, personally. Um, speaking of like, you know, advertising, sales, I, one of my friends was like, we're going to go to the Rittenhouse protest in San Diego. So I looked it up, right? I looked up the Rittenhouse protest in San Diego. And if you guys look up Rittenhouse San Diego, it pulls out Presto Mission Valley. And it's like, Presto Mission Valley. I, I do, I know very little about marketing, but you guys should not have the keywords Rittenhouse San Diego. Um, yeah, not a good look, right? I mean, I don't think many people would be like, I want to go to the protest. Maybe I should get some Mexican food first. Not, not a good look to be having the, those keywords bought. So Presto, if you hear this, I doubt you do. But maybe, um, maybe talk to your Google AdWord person. Speaking of Presto, they're going to be our review, our review of the month for Presto. Looking at, once again, Rittenhouse San Diego, I found the reviews for Presto. Once again, Presto, maybe uh, change your keywords. Okay, be aware. This is Alexandros G. Be aware. This restaurant has a dishonest menu. It's In the menu, says three tacos for 19 mix and match, and that is clear. Well, just remember, that is not true. Three tacos will cost you double the price listed. I really don't appreciate that. I feel bad for the waiters and waitresses. Their tips are probably being killed. Be honest, because that's what people like. It's America. People don't like honesty. It's true. What do you want me to say? They don't like honesty. Okay, here's the other one from Nancy Lynn Schmidt. Good name, only two reviews, one star. Was dying to eat here because the menu looked good. It was very expensive. And if you wanted chips and salsa, you had to pay for it. What does what what next rest does that do? What what next rest does that question mark? If you're gonna go through the time of writing a review, why don't you go through the time of fact checking it? We had a Bloody Mary and Margarita that were expensive and didn't have any liquor that you could taste. Sometimes you don't want to taste the liquor. Just saying. It's not always about tasting the liquor. It's about a nice mix. Water had a funny taste to it. We won't be going back. Okay. If you understand this person's drift, they're dosing the water, so watch out. They're dosing the water at Presto. I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's just a shitty water. Maybe it's a uh, bigger issue that Lake Mead is running out, and there's just a bunch of salt in our water, and no one's really addressing that. Maybe that's the issue. But once again, Presto, the issue for you guys is you need to change your key, your keywords because Rittenhouse, San Diego, and then you find your restaurant, not a good look. Um. You know, speaking of these protests, right? My girlfriend and I went to the protests, right? We went to the protests when all the other white kids went to the protests, like day five, maybe day four, right? And we were, you know, we didn't storm freeways. We didn't throw shit at cops like we should have. We just sat in the park and handed out flyers, right? We're like, we have flyers and we have posters too and we want to be involved. And so, I mean, that was really all the white kids throughout, like, the, the BLM protests. And I thought a lot of shit was going to change, realistically, right? Like, I mean, Trump was in a bunker. I was like, this is the moment America's going to change. Maybe we're looking at reparations here. Maybe uh, lowered sentences for black people? Doesn't seem to be. Nothing has changed, right? Trump's in a bunker. It was, it was a fun moment, but nothing's changed except a few small changes. And small changes lead to big changes, so that's good, right? The first small change, look around, look in TV commercials. There is no more white actors in commercials. There's not. They even got Jake from State Farm, right? I mean, Jake from State Farm was white one day, and then they just swapped him out for a black guy the next. Like, we wouldn't notice. And I don't mind. I'm totally cool with Jake from State Farm being black. But I would have liked a little notification before. they like, just like, oh, this is Jake. I'm like, that's not Jake, though. Like, this is Jake now, you know? Before State Farm got a little aggressive. So, you know, I don't know. You just don't see white actors in insurance commercials anymore. So I guess that's progressive. I don't know. I mean, we're not really talking about reparations, but white people stay out of health insurance commercials now. Damn it. The other big thing that happened that I've noticed as a result of the protests is the inhaler industry is in the toilet. Because these white kids who had asthma who were at the protests... You know, they always forget. Asthmatic kids always forget their inhaler, right? They're just like, oh, this life-saving device that I need? Eh, I'll take my chances, right? You got to respect it. Give it up for the balls on asthmatic kids. But, you know, they forget their inhaler. They're starting to have a little too much fun. You know, and then they start having an asthma attack. And they can't say the three words that would save them. They can't say, I can't breathe. So they're just like, ah, ah, ah I can't. I. I, I don't want to be a racist, you know? So shout out to those asthmatic kids. Thank you for your struggle of sitting in Balboa Park with flyers. My girlfriend and I, we also went to Chicago recently. We went to Chicago, right? We went to go visit the Great Lakes, and thank God no one ran us over with a truck or whatever the hell is going on in that water, right? It seems like, a, like it's like a Flint water thing, right? Like they're just arguing this terrible water. Everybody's going crazy. Everybody's going crazy because of the water. That was my uh, Christopher walking. Wait up. Everybody's going crazy because of the water. I, I I do a terrible Christopher Walken, but there you go. So we went up to Chicago and we went up to what is it? We went to the Midwest. We went to Iowa. The people in Iowa, man. The people in Iowa were not as bad as looking as I thought they'd be, right? I thought they'd be a bunch of hermits from the from the hermit kingdom. They weren't. They were just corn fed people, right? We went to a hockey game. It was just corn fed boys. Blonde hair, mullets. Probably a lot of like probably a lot of like chewing tobacco. And I liked it. You know, we went and there was like a big ad for Iowa corn at the hockey field, which was hilarious. They're like, do you like GMOs? Do you like football? Welcome to Iowa. You know, it was was great. And I just watched this whole video about like how they turn corn into everything. Like they can make corn into gum. They make corn into like oil. They make corn into steak. They somehow make corn into steak. Once again, I'm not convinced on how they do it. But the steak you are eating is like 95% corn. So we went to Iowa. It was interesting. I ran around because it was like no one there was living like a very like we lived with some people who didn't have the most healthy of lifestyle, and so I was like, dude, I'm gonna show them. I'm gonna be fit. So I went running in like 34 degree weather in shorts, and like I think my dick almost caught hypothermia. Like it was it was it was scary, you know. I was like, oh my god, like because like I was just getting this wind breeze in my hoo ha. You know, and I was like, is this worth it? And then one of the little kids, like after I came back and I almost had, like, died of hypothermia with my appendages, you know, they're all fine. Thank you for asking. You know, he was like, Mom, I want to run. And his mom is like a few hundred pounds overweight. And she just like sits on it like a chair all day. And I was like, I did something. And I, I'm good. You know, that was all I want. I want the kid to be like, I could run too. And I, uh, you know, I don't know why I'm doing these voices. They didn't really have accents. Like we have more accents than them. I mean, I pretend I have an accent, but it's really just a speech impediment, you know. So I guess we all have accents, right? Um, we went to Chicago. Though we took a bus to Chicago. We took a four or five-hour bus, and it was it was amazing. It was real Chicago. It's like funny people, like um, these two conversations. One of those guys is like having a really nice conversation with his girlfriend, and he's like, hey, "You need to get a Glock." And I was like, "What?" You know, I was like, kind of like eavesdropping. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, babe, you need to get a Glock." It was great. It was like a very Chicago conversation. When you get to Chicago, as much as of signs. Like, you can't bring your piece in here into this nice Italian restaurant. I was like, oh, this is what I wanted from Chicago. Train station good. I like Chicago a lot. You know, I thought it was a cool little city. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, the Windy City. It wasn't too bad. Some other things that have distracted me from this podcast. I had to write a 24-page paper on Ford. I don't think you guys understand the panic attack at 23 pages in when you're like why did i do all this i don't give a shit about ford you know so i really don't give a shit about ford that's what i've learned from the paper is tesla's gonna win and ford sucks and apparently everybody hates elon musk i talked to one of my friends he's like i hate elon musk i'm like is this because of the whole space slavery thing he's like yeah i'm like i get it my sister hates elon musk i'm like he's making electric cars she's like well he wants to have space slaves I'm like, well, he is South African, you know I mean? Let him do his roots. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It is, it is a fuck thing. You guys should go listen to it where he's like, yeah, we're going to have indentured servitude on Mars. It's like, well, wow, glad we're going back to the classics here of humanity. You know, glad, glad this is what the billionaires are doing. The billionaires are so disillusioned with us common folk that they are free to talk about like launching rockets into space and having Mars slaves and no one is giving a shit. Like, no one's like, time to get the guns and hunt billionaires, which is now always the time to get the gun and hunt billionaires. But no, we're just like, oh, okay. It's fine. Hey, can we get a buck more an hour? It's, it's, it's a sad culture, but I love this culture. You know, it's, uh, it's the Christmas season. It really makes you, like, aware of the American culture. Shout out to Biden. Somehow there was, there was gifts on the shelves. So the methed-out truckers, it worked. You know, you got to, let's give it up to him, right? The methed-out truckers, they delivered all the gifts, all the people at the port. And it's a holiday season. ba It's the Omicron all time of the year. It's Omicron. It's here, everybody. And I think Omicron's making me think I need a new therapist. You know, I need a therapist that I could conviction complain about having to wear a mask inside Vaughn's and not feel guilty. You know, like my therapist is 70 years old and he just doesn't get it. Like I'm a mouth breather. I feel like if you're a mouth breather and you have to wear a mask, that's kind of like those people who can't wear a mask because they can't really breathe. Sorry. Sorry, white kids who have asthma. But, like, you know, it's if you're a mouth breather, like, I just get my masks wet. I'm a disgusting person. I'm just a mouth breather. I'm like, what the fuck is this wet mask? You know, I'm like a wet dog, dude. I'm just, I'm a heavily slobbered person and I'm a mouth breather, okay? It is what it is. But so I can't complain to my therapist about that. And I just, I feel like I want like a Republican QAnon therapist, right? Like, I want him to be like, wear a mask inside Vaughn's. Are you a communist? You know? I want me to be like, hey, should I get a booster? He's like, a booster? You got the first one. You're screwed, man. I want, I, I, you know, I want like the QAnon therapist. I, and, you know, he'd be like, I'd be like, eh, tell me about your childhood. He'd be like, your childhood? It's like, I already know about the childhood. You weren't saved. I don't know why I'm giving him like, you know, a country accent. Like, I feel like there's a lot of QAnon people in these like LA health circles with like the essential oils too. So it's not a Southern thing. To the South, I do apologize. But, you know, I feel like you could be into QAnon if you're in certain professions, right? Like, you don't want your therapist to be in the QAnon, honestly. Because then you're not going to really get much done. You're not going to talk about your childhood without being talked about Epstein's Island for fucking 40 minutes. And there goes your session. But I feel like you're a plumber. You want your plumber to be in QAnon, right? Like, if your plumber's not into QAnon, you're probably getting ripped off, honestly. Right? Like, let's you know it's good craftsmanship is there's a little bit of conspiracy in there, right? There's a little bit of they're saving their money up for the next capital like riot. And you know, the plumber, they're like, I've seen a lot of shit in these pipes, but there's nothing compared to the amount of shit in Washington. Yeah, so I hosted, I told all those bits I told you guys the other day. I hosted, I wore a green suit that my look at this. here's here's the type of relationships I have. Ready? My stepdad's friend who lived here when he had cancer who was a closeted gay man, who was a heroin junkie, gave me this green suit. And I wore it, and I told the jokes I told you today on this podcast. To people in San Diego, my teacher, Erland Cornelis, shout out to her. Really, shout out to her. She brought her man's um, wonderful teacher at SDSU. Truly do appreciate her. Um, She brought her man's. That was the best green card marriage story I've ever heard. You guys need to hear this. She needed a green card. She's from Belgium, right? So... Cool, right? European, good beers. Right. And she met uh she met this guy, and they uh, you know, they were dating for nine months. They got married for a green card, and they've been together eight and a half years, and they came and visited me at my comedy show. So, what is your excuse? Huh? What is your excuse for missing the comedy show? I'm just kidding. I'm, i I had a really fun time last night, though. So you guys missed it. If there's another one I'll let you know. Um, you checked on my Instagram. If I'm not following you on my Instagram that seems like a you issue we're going to end it with some song recommendations and then a little a little hint at the song i might be recording but probably won't be so my song recommendations you guys got a chance go listen to gil scott heron i was telling a friend he's like you never heard of he's like you know we're discussing curtis mayfield and i'm like you never heard of gil scott heron he's like no i'm like you're fucking up man we saw a seal while we were surfing the other day too but gil scott heron go look up um winter in america John, Wait, wait, Lady Day and John Coltrane. Um, Home is Where the Hatred Is. And then We Almost Lost Detroit. So these songs, I'm going to tell you what they're about. Home is Where the Hatred Is is a junkie addict song. Similar to my green suit. Shout out to Marty. I love you. Hope you're doing well wherever you are. He's gay and a junkie. I mean, if there is a heaven, I don't necessarily know if he'd be there. But I hope I see him one day because it is a fine suit and he was a fine man. Um, yeah, it's about you know being a junkie. So listen, listen to a home is where the hatred is, beautiful song. Then go listen to We Almost Lost Detroit. You're only gonna be able to hear We Almost Lost Detroit and Winter in America on YouTube. We Almost Lost Detroit is about a nuclear power plant almost blowing up in Detroit, and it's beautiful. I love nuclear power, big fan. But it's just a song about big money fucking over the you know the Detroit people, and then. Winter in America is about a winter in the 1970s America, similar to today, where the country is completely polarized and, and like, the, like the brink of collapse. And it's like, we can't take much more. And then Lady Day and John Coltrane, go listen to that one. Do, 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 do. Yeah, call on Lady Day. It's a great song. I'm not doing it justice, but it's a beautiful song. Go listen to Gil Scott Haley. He's a genius, absolute genius. Maybe one of the first rappers. Maybe one of the first rappers. I mean, he also has all the hits like Whitey on the Moon about white people on the moon. And uh, what is it? The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. It's. I mean, he's just, you know, he's like the first rapper, kind of. He's a poet, for sure. And so I'm going to end it with a little bit of my poetry, my song. It's beginning to look a lot like lockdown, lockdown, signs in every store. Take a look at the picture inside of the store again. I forgot my mask and my car What a bore. It's beginning to look a lot like lockdown, lockdown signs in every store but the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be when amazon delivers your gifts to the door because they're the only company that survived the pandemic and they're evil merry christmas everybody don't buy from amazon because, you know, Jeff Bezos' was party when his workers were, like, flying up in tornadoes, seeing, you know, seeing cows spinning and shit. And he's just like, well, it's time for a dinner party. And so it's time for me to get to a dinner party as well. I'm just kidding. It's my grandparents. Should I come in with a mask and gloves again? I think that's a good idea, right? Really spook everybody out. Keep whispering Omicron in people's ears. I might use some of my cousin Sean's uh, Thanksgiving introductions. I have, I have the new Thanksgiving introduction. Sean had some really good ones. I guess Christmas introduction. Sean had some good ones for Thanksgiving. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come in there with a mask, right, and gloves. I'm going to whisper like, I'm oh, a crown, I'm oh, a crown, I'm oh, a crown. And then halfway through the dinner, I'm going to take it off and be like, what? It's a free country. You know, as everybody doesn't have their mask and gloves on. And I'll be like, what I mean by a free country is it's a corporate oligarchy. And what I mean by that is Merry Christmas. Happy birthday to Kwanzaa. My sister and Kwanzaa have the same birthday tomorrow. Uh well, I, I don't know if it's Kwanzaa's birthday. It's the Kwanzaa day. So my sister was born on Kwanzaa. Good for her, right? That's kind of cool. Um, you know, let's 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 give a shout out to baby Jesus, the reason for the season. Although he was born in June, or maybe not born. But let's give out, let's give out the best and say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all of you. And just thank you for listening. You're lovely. And I will see you in 2022 with more frequent episodes and less panic attacks about Ford Papers. Love ya. Bye.